0: Oh, oh we have a couple things from yesterday. You want to talk about dating? You, know you want to get you want to get views? Did Mom ask you to go to church this morning? Yeah. Okay. Why? Oh wow, I didn't. Cause she asked me to, and I said no. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say no. I said maybe, and then I didn't.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's even worse, though, because mm-hmm. then she's just waiting for you there.
0: No, she was. <sighs> Dang. Dude, wake up, Jesse. I know. On. I ate. I ate, Whenever I eat a heavy meal, I'm just...
1: No, I'm in food coma too. I already know that. That's true, it was a lot of oil. Like, five pieces of eggplant. Eggplant is so bomb, oh my god. B-roll
0: up in here. Alright, let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Zahn Family Big Kids Therapy Session. Oh. Today, (laughs) I'm your host, Jesse, and I'm joined by my little sister. Rachel. And my brother, Andrew. And today we are bringing you a very, very special episode where we're gonna talk about nothing special at all. Our feelings. All right. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. So. Um, Wait.
1: Do we want to pick up where we left up? Oh yeah. Left what was up last on last time? time it was levels of friendship and what friendship means to us.
0: What. We were talking about that?
1: Yeah, we were talking about friendships. We no, were talking we're about, about friendships. friendships no, there was really? something
0: deeper. I don't, no, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, oh. okay, okay. I don't want to talk about what you just said. Because that's levels of friendships.
1: Dang.
0: Anyways, I wanted to talk about why okay. I didn't go to church this morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So mom asked us all to go to church this morning because there was this like, new youth pastor. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, eh, maybe. He's not cause that I kind kind of anymore. to anymore. Yeah. I kind of want to see what his vibe was like. Apparently, he's coming over for dinner.
1: Not anymore.
0: But what? Oh, good. Or not good. Oh, uh, I'm indifferent about that. But I was thinking, Uh, I was like, Mom and dad listen to this. Huh? I can cut that out. Okay. And uh, I was thinking, I was like, I returned the question to mom because she comes back from church. She's like, You weren't at church. I was like, I know. Period. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, If I wanted you to move to California right now, would you do it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I was like, why not? And I I basically was trying to make the point that point that I didn't have any friends or peers in the church. So why would I go? Because the biggest part, Jesus, of why? Sure, that's important to some people. But like the biggest part of why I went to church before was to hang out with my friends. Church was like a big source of community there. And I feel like. My community is no longer there because no one our mm-hmm. age goes to church anymore. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mostly high schoolers and the youth are like from middle school to high school. Yeah,
1: I feel like for me going is also like subjecting myself to seeing a lot of like the oh, parents yeah. there, the and they're and like, uncles. "Oh, what are, what are, you, are doing you doing now?" Yeah, and like yeah. a lot of them are really nice, but some of them also have like the ulterior, not really like ulterior Motive motives, comparing but comparing you to their kids. Yeah, you know mm. that like. They're doing they're some like, digging for they're, their own. Reasons. They're like, "Oh yeah.
0: yeah, this is what my kid's doing." Did oh, we like did that at <laughs> lunch. <laughs> that's exactly what happened that's at lunch. How, that's what happened. <laughs> we ran into yeah. um, bleep 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 okay. bleep's yeah. mom yeah. and. Yeah. Oh. Oh
1: wait, is he in your grade? And she, immediately she's like, "Oh uh, yeah, yeah my son course. goes And we're like, "Nice, yeah, cool, good for you." Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. I actually didn't know that, but and key
0: and then and then she was like, "Oh yeah, my daughter's doing a." <laughs> and we're like okay cool
1: yeah she doesn't go to church though does she
0: like she's just so, an Asian but mom. she's yeah she's like the epitome of uh tiger moms yeah do we want to talk about this on the pod i'll cut uh yeah. identifying okay, information right yeah. Yeah. but yeah so like for me a big part of the reason why I think church is important for our family and important for me growing up was the community aspect. Mm -hmm. And what I actually wanted to talk about was like one day in the future, I think we want to move mom and dad out of Ohio. But that's like a really hard thing to Mm -hmm. do, especially because their roots and their community Mm -hmm. ever since they came to the U.S. are built Mm -hmm. here and taking them away from that to be with us feels very selfish. Yeah. It feels like something that almost is, is, yeah, it's for us more so than it is for them
1: this was the prompt that i wrote in the notes um but no, was, i, wrote this, no, I wrote this prompt no i wrote this prompt no i wrote this prompt wait i wrote this it prompt because like i remember
0: me. i because i had this conversation with
1: no that was definitely you wrote me this? yeah that is exactly my style of writing well, but I, it was because you had told me about that oh, and so i was, I was like, like "We should talk about are, this yeah, yeah. these were my thoughts
0: because i had yeah. this conversation with them okay so i guess you wrote it <laughs> but it was i transcribed my- yeah
1: um But yeah, the root of it was because you were talking to dad Mm. and the conflict that happened with wanting to bring or wanting to have Ye Ye and Nai Nai stay with us Uh. in... Um, America but like we all know like they didn't really enjoy their time here no, they, did not. they got so bored like mm, yeah. there's nothing to do they have no friends here yeah. and then Nai, Nai wanted to stay in China because all of her friends are there yep, yep. um there's like not not really a sense of purpose here because you know mm-hmm. we're all grown and like they can only take care of us so much but like oh so sorry yeah um but yeah all of all of dad's family is in China like yeah. he's the only one from his family in the U.S. yep so mm-hmm.
0: I remember the I think the last time dad bought Yeah, nine night tickets to go back to China. He Mm -hmm. bought them round trip tickets, but they just didn't take the flight back. back. Uh, Like, Dad had every intention of taking care of her. His because like, Mm -hmm. in our like Chinese culture, it's very important for the eldest child to take care of their parents when they're Mm -hmm. old. Mm -hmm. And his intention was to take care of his parents here in the U.S. because like this is where his family is, and he has uh a comfortable life here that he knows he can take care of his parents but actually yeah yeah our grandpa was okay with staying in the u.s Mm -hmm. he was like very i don't know not necessarily happy but he was like content Mm -hmm. yeah but nai nai was really the person that wanted to go back home to china because she felt like you said no sense of purpose here Mm -hmm. no community here um and dad was telling me that they got into huge fights, like shouting mm. matches. They were just crying and stuff. I was like, whoa, we never witnessed crazy. any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like little no when idea. this happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that got me thinking. I was like, well, none of us plan on staying in Ohio yeah. when they mm-hmm. become old. Like, do we do the same thing to them and like take them away from their community, take them away from their roots just so that we can take care of them?
1: I think what's different for mom and dad is that, like, they can probably find community Mm -hmm. anywhere within a Chinese church.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. And there are Chinese Chinese churches everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So, but this is, I mean, even still, they still haven't left Ohio, despite knowing that.
1: But dad has, like, a stable job here, and the life is Mm -hmm. comfortable. So, there's not really anything, Yeah. yeah, to push him out of the life here. Yeah. Like, I know he considered moving us not us anymore but like john and philip to utah because he got like a he got reached out to by someone oh really to get him, I didn't know yeah, to, what <laughs> yeah like a software company I don't yeah. know any of these things
0: <laughs> <laughs> i thought so, the last um, time was chicago back when we were i was in high school oh i don't know oh, any I of these things yeah oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah well dad gets like job offers That's all the true. time That's so. true. oh really oh yeah. i didn't know
0: that Interesting, but yeah, his his job now is very comfortable. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I thi- was bad. Okay, anyways, th- <laughs> Utah is not bad. It's uh, actually yeah. mm-hmm. I think what mom I think wants the is outdoorsy mountains. things. That's true. Yeah, mom like mom and dad would mount- love rides. that. Yeah. Like be in the outdoors, be able to hike whenever they want. Actually, yeah. yeah, hold up, because I remember Utah would be yeah. <laughs> great for <Yeah>. <laughs> When we went
1: to Colorado, mom uh, was like, so mom happy. was like envisioning mom her loves. life there. You know, she was like, I could definitely like spend the rest of my life here.
0: Yeah, but there's not a big asian population i mean there is
1: an aurora
0: yeah that's, that's a big korean day. population yeah. uh which they is do. super interesting yeah. yeah um they probably have chinese people there if there's like korean people i think it's weird. when i was we living tend out to there travel together uh, there was like a not a substantial but there was like a korean american population there i met almost no chinese americans when i was in denver it was mm-hmm. really that's odd. true now that i think about it, all the people that you met there's korean vietnamese pastime korean mm-hmm. yeah oh well is of... a fake well, <laughs> God. in the sense Jesse. that he his family's not korean like <laughs> yeah no, all his
1: siblings doctor. are korean <laughs>
0: i know yes. what you mean. Yeah. yeah okay that sounded bad he's not a fake korean he's korean but but his parents, he's there because he's his parents are yeah. white yeah. Yeah. yeah not because
1: like his, his korean her- yeah heritage yeah.
0: yeah yeah um so i could definitely i mean i'd Obviously, I want to be somewhere and bring mom and dad somewhere where all parties are happy, where Mm -hmm. they can find a community and thrive there. And I wonder if we could start like building that early maybe take them on trips places and then take <laughs> church hopping. Oh
1: my gosh, it'd be so nice yeah. to live here. Yeah, yeah they'd be like, let's go to church this Sunday. What? Let's go meet some yeah. like
0: Chinese people at a church.
1: I feel like they do already know a lot of people on the West Coast though. Like every time we go to the bay or I've been to the bay like maybe yeah. two or three times with mom and dad they and they like always seattle, have one Reggie. church yeah oh, that they are, that's you know, true so
0: we could do seattle so we'll which is be, i don't know seattle summers are amazing but i want to go somewhere. i
1: think we all desire to be in somewhere that's a little more diverse
0: yes for sure and mo- w- the other condition that mom has is that needs to have four seasons yeah we she go really likes oh
1: me and mom we're the
0: same <laughs> but like that's tough the west Coast. no is hard,
1: the though. bay apparently goes through fall like ah. i did not know this mm. no 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 no. because annie because i was talking to annie and i was like i need my seasons um we've had There's this no chat many snow, times though. yeah but you can like drive yeah but the mom wants mom doesn't want um, that yeah. i know but anyways, i
0: told her about like easy access back, to snow if you want back
1: it. to fall right i was like she told me there's fall in the bay, and I was like, "There's no way, like yeah, I've I mean, never colder, people wear No, vests. the leaves change colors.
0: Yeah, like the five trees. No, tree <laughs> no, <doesn't change laughs> like colors.
1: a lot of them change colors. Like she'd be sending me photos, and she'd be like, "See yeah, but, fall," and but I'd be like, "That
0: doesn't be Ohio Falls, where like literally forests turn orange and yeah red, but." It's a pretty. Nice. The leaves yeah, do change fall, colors. Fall in Ohio yeah. is kind of unbeatable. Like, it's pretty nice. It's pretty yeah. Remember those rooftop? uh oh, the first when we rooftops? first started. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that like sick. the backdrop yeah. was literally just like Ooh. golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. can't. Act. I don't think you can beat that. I mean, you probably could, just uh, not on the west coast. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: about, so like,
0: east coast in Maine
1: that's not diverse yeah so that's like, true but it's really no one's pretty. there i know
0: who lives in maine no one lives in maine <laughs> <laughs> but it's really uh, dc is really nice that's true oh DC. So, uh, this is true and, uh, yeah, yeah. Juju, we already uh, have so on. mom and dad were also saying like <laughs> uh, or apparently xiaoyi wants all of our family and our aunt wants all of our family in the u.s to live in like one big yeah. house
1: oh which i think would be
0: really fun but my but dad was, it was like, very against no. that I don't think that's necessary We don't all yeah. have to live no. in the same house, the same house. No. I
1: feel like other. there'd be so many arguments oh,
0: yeah. Exactly yeah. 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 Well I think it's funny because Xiaoyi did used to live with us And I wonder if there were conflicts back then oh. I think was it was like, oh. can't different
1: it. Because she was a student yeah. When she was living here sure. And so it was more of I feel like that's more so of like Mom and dad doing like a favor to her Where it's, like, unequal power, you know? Yeah, but... So it's, like, she kind of owes them respect because of that, but then if they all live in the same house now, it's, like, they're all on the same level, so it's, like, more likely for them to
0: butt heads. Okay. I I don't know dad's reasoning for why he would be against that. I think that's kind of cool. Like, being able to live with your siblings in the same house. Eh... Not <laughs> when we have families. No. And we just, <laughs> I'd like, but yeah, yeah well, I, don't, I don't know if I could. I wonder if it's because, because, Shaw, you would leave the responsibility of taking oh, care okay, of Rebecca to kids. like. <laughs> um, Although they would be, old, be by then, old by so, then, so yeah, you know, they would like, all be, be in college. Boarding and, school or college yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it just got me thinking a lot mm-hmm. about community and like wanting to make sure that mom and dad have community because I think back then that like i don't think dad really thought about um his mom or grandma's like point of view mm-hmm. that much or took it that seriously he was just prioritizing he thought he was doing a good thing by prioritizing mm-hmm. taking care of his parents but he didn't i don't think he really i mean he i think now he understands but yeah. like the aspect of community and making sure that his parents also have community and gives them mm-hmm. purpose also plays a big role in like Mm -hmm. his ability to take care of them. I don't know if dad still understands that because every single time I come back home, he tries to convince me to find a job in Ohio. (laughs) I'm like, no, dad, I don't know anybody out here. This is
1: your dream, not mine.
0: (laughs) But we all have very separate um, dreams, which is like dad really wants me to come back to Ohio. I don't don't know
1: know why. why. I think he's, I feel like he knows how unhappy all of us are in Ohio. So it's funny that he, like, it's nice to be, I think he just wants to be close to family. Yeah, yeah. We we just want a just bad thing wants either. to be close yeah. to family at the end Yeah, of the
0: day. yeah. Because you guys are all out here in Ohio, and I'm yeah. the only one who's not. So well, I think I'm that's why he's trying to convince me. and
1: like a, a year, uh, hopefully. We're, we're a year. all about to yeet. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <Fingers> <laughs> oh, I'm
0: 100% yeeting out here. <laughs> like, there's it's not it's, like a
1: yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's nice, honestly. Like being not forced to but like having the opportunity to live close to home for mm-hmm. like a very developmental part of my life mm. yeah i see it now definitely as a blessing because i get to mm-hmm. see john and philip grow up like yeah, i don't true. have yeah. i don't have these yeah. large stretches of times where andrew's like holy cow like philip's like shot a yeah. <laughs> yeah i've seen like i don't feel like he's that much taller each time yeah. i see him because oh, i every, see him like once yeah. every month yeah. or two yeah um and it's really cool to be able to like be a part of their growing up like mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. like i see them enough where they don't get haircuts in between the times i I visit <laughs> like i cut their hair every single time every time yeah which is pretty crazy that means yeah. i visit quite quite often like yeah. Then, yeah. yeah
1: yeah i'm also grateful that i ended up where i did yeah. for college mm-hmm. I think especially it's been helpful for me, like developing my relationship with you guys too, Mm. especially Jesse, Mm because like you just scoop me up on the way down all the time. Yeah.
0: Although I do feel so for me, I did have the opportunity to leave Ohio for like, it's also very crucial developmental period of my life. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone needs that at least a window of time to get perspective outside of the small town Mm -hmm. or the small bubble that they grew up in. Yeah. So for you, you still haven't really experienced that, although you have traveled outside. I mean, obviously traveling outside, but living outside of this state is um, you just meet people that
1: I feel like that's no, I feel like. Ohio is diverse in its own way, like mm-hmm. it. It very much so, especially at Ohio State, since mm-hmm. it's such oh, a big it's school. So yeah. It's also, I mean, like granted, it is a PWI, but like you are surrounded it by the community PWI, that you want, prom- primarily white, white, institution. white institution. Oh, um, never heard that. But like you really can build your own community, so I it agree. can be as diverse as you want it to be. Like the people that I've met at Ohio State. And like that I'm friends with are definitely very different from the people that I've met and grown up with in Mason. Mm, like okay. I've been able to like I think actually maybe a hot take going to a public school. You meet a broader range of people than going to a private school because at a private school, there's less I socioeconomic agree. class yes. differentiation. Mm. Whereas at a public school, there's way more of that. Mm. And so I've been able to see like how uh, others it is in yeah way. grew yeah. up in that way. Mm-hmm. um that have been very not similar to mine mm-hmm. and like when i talk to my friends who go to private schools they're like yeah actually and and we live in mason right and that's mm-hmm. like upper middle middle class mm-hmm. upper middle class sure. and they're like yeah we're actually like at the lower end of the tax bracket in my friend group which is wild oh um, yeah we your mm-hmm. private school yeah, kids yeah yeah, yeah. When me and arjun oh, yeah.
0: we went to hopkins we we're like everyone on our floor either went to like a boarding school or private yeah. school mm-hmm. we were the only two public school kids on our yeah. floor and we we're like whoa, like, this is really yeah. strange. But we're all in the same place together. So it's, like, clearly, I mean, just different upbringings, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you you still, I don't know. I, I think I didn't feel that much different from kids who went to, ah, uh, no, that's, that's not true. I think mm-hmm. coming from a private school definitely gives you a different perspective on life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think just in that aspect, like, at least going to Ohio State in Ohio, mm-hmm. like, it's been
0: diverse in different ways yeah mm. yeah i th- I think that's even less comfortable because i actually felt like that diversity at hopkins made me feel more comfortable i actually had like i could count on my hand how many white friends i had like in my cl- in our close group mm. of friends mm-hmm. i think i can count on one hand like how many people who are white in that friend group which i was that was like the first mm-hmm. time because in high school my majority of my friend groups were were white that felt familiar and really easy those relationships mm-hmm. i didn't feel like i had to like force different aspects of myself to like perform or like mm-hmm. and i that was like the most comfortable i've ever been in terms of like finding friends and building friendships and i feel like for you you'll you've done that with like other asian americans in that you found in mason but mm-hmm. imagine just like living somewhere where like that's like everyone you're surrounded by it just feels yeah. different yeah, That's <laughs> cool, Georgetown was slightly different. Uh, That's true. You, yeah, 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 exactly. Was, yeah, Georgetown's different. Yeah, no. The uh, stereotype, I remember when I got in, and I think you had a mutual friend, someone who, like, uh, went to Georgetown, uh, and you're telling me what the stereotype of Georgetown was, and it was just... I think it was Arjun, because he also uh, got into uh Georgetown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and He's it was telling just going to be like rich, preppy, like East White Coast kids. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was exactly who my freshman <laughs> year friend group was. And I felt <laughs> super, well, again, preface all of this. I did really like them, but I never really connected yeah, mm-hmm. with them on like more than a surface level. So I really wanted to transfer actually to Ohio State. What? Uh, freshman, sophomore year. Did I not tell you this? Yeah. I like had the application up and I like started filling it out and everything. Because uh, I really did not like my time freshman, sophomore year at Georgetown. I almost transferred. Really? Yeah. Because every time all my, hmm. like my closest friends in high school all went to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So every time I visited, again, biased because I would visit at breaks or right? like mm-hmm. when the semester wasn't crazy. So yeah, I could see all my like high school friends that I became super close with because we grew up for okay. like mm-hmm. 10, 12 years together. Mm-hmm. I felt massive FOMO because Ohio State was way more fun. Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> at least for wow. the first yeah. two years uh and then it wasn't till year three my junior year that i found a friend group that i really liked and, and they were, like were they agent because like it was was it like and like yeah it was i mean i was friends with freshman year but yeah geez, what a goaded friend group oh such a good friend group yeah um yeah it's
1: a nice friend group
0: uh but yeah it wasn't until junior year that i really felt my stride in college mm-hmm. uh and it's really sad because mm-hmm. now that i think about it I only spent junior fall with them junior spring. They all went abroad and then senior fall and then COVID canceled senior spring. So all in all, I only spent one year with like my okay. really, really close friend group. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is.
1: Oh, I found the friends thing.
0: Um, oh, you wrote it down.
1: No, I found it. It was oh, okay. from the discord. Okay. So there's two of them. One of them is how have your friendships and your view on friendships evolved throughout your life? How do you guys maintain friendships or make new friends? when well, we talked about that one and then how is maintaining relationships with each other different from ma- maintaining relationships with friends or a long distance um romantic partner how well have you maintained relationships with people from previous chapters of your life um would be curious if slash how you've maintained relationships with people you know from church haha, who are still religious
0: That's a lot of questions. Yeah. I think maintaining friendships after college is... Actually, I don't find it too difficult just because we're still like very much in contact all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I live close to like two of my closest college friends. And we always make at least one effort or two efforts each year to go see each other. Like Mm -hmm. we'd mob together somewhere in the country and just have a good time. So there's there's like scheduled times for me to see my friends every single year
1: Mm -hmm. i think that uh, not i'm still in college
0: but you you have the same thing but with your high school friends. yeah
1: but Mm -hmm. with my high school friends it's nice right now because we all have scheduled breaks together so what i'm worried about is once we all graduate and are no longer in school Mm -hmm. we don't have like the set spring breaks and the winter breaks and the summer breaks um, and like being intentional mm-hmm. about seeing each other that after might be that
0: for us, because we still are all in school. A mm-hmm. lot of us are still in school. Still have s- kind of schedule break ish. Yeah, like we can take like a week or two off in winter break and meet somewhere for New Year's. But like, that doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. Loki, that's so true though, because I'm fully in the workforce. um And when I was living in Denver, I saw none of my almost like none of my friends mm-hmm. because Denver is not a city that you traditionally swing through right mm-hmm. unless it was like ski season and mm-hmm. so I saw a couple of high school friends when they yeah. like came through and went skiing yeah. I went skiing with them uh but for like most of the year it was just pretty isolating and I think my friends who live in other cities like South Carolina, North Carolina um after college it's very hard to see them but now mm-hmm. that I'm in it's New York everybody swings through so mm-hmm. i see yeah. my like high school friends or college friends all the time now because yeah. everyone just comes through the city L- live in a visitable state because <laughs> exactly. my friend <laughs> yeah. nick Same thing never has to visit anyone yeah. because he just knows people come to visit la so then mm-hmm. he gets to see everyone because they all go to him which is low-key such nice. like a nice luxury yeah. that you don't even really think about yeah um Or at least I didn't think about it. Because I was like, oh, Denver's sick. Uh, And then I'm like, no no one going come to Denver. Denver. Unless it's ski season, yeah. Unless it's ski season, yeah. But being in a visible city helps a lot. Yeah. I think it evens out because it's, like, way cheaper to live at least in Ohio, it's way mm-hmm. cheaper to live here. Mm-hmm. But, but then you people. have to travel to see exactly. your friends. Other so people, yeah. it ends up evening out because like people who live in New York and people who live in LA pay a little more for the cost <laughs> <Yeah>. of living. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more than a little bit more. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the <laughs> amount that I travel to go see my friends, That's I think it adds up ah, where it's like right, almost right. kind of similar. Actually, yeah. Day. no,
1: You do a lot of traveling.
0: I do. I do do a lot of traveling. Yeah, do, you yeah <laughs> if you do, going back to the question, because you, I think, maintain friendships with Most of your past chapters of your life Mm -hmm. pretty well. Mm -hmm. It's because you live in a not so visible city. In order Mm -hmm. to make that happen, you travel. Hey, all my a lot of my friends have visited me. So that's actually pretty. They just want to see. Yeah, I know. I have good friends who come to visit me. Yeah, that's nice. That's how I know who are my who my real homies are. Yeah, homies will fly to Cleveland. That's true. Dang,
1: do the ones that visit you are they from Ohio or from outside of Ohio?
0: From outside of Ohio. Impressive record
1: why is it weird to me when a white person says they hate white people
0: oh, nice. <laughs> wait, wait really <laughs>
1: yeah. really yeah actually that's i think that's happened to me too nice. oh that's definitely happened to me yeah, really yeah. that's
0: i was so <laughs> confused my I
1: commentary happened. after
0: it <laughs> i have wait, thoughts wait. You've never had that happen uh, to you, Andrew? No. Okay. It w- When the first time... Not it yet. happened to me. Oh, it was, boy. like, so strange. I was like, wait, hold on. What do you mean by that? You hate being... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> wait, reiterate so, the question. So, basically, one time, I was, like, hanging out with, like, a couple of my white people... White people friends. <laughs> my white friends. <laughs> and yeah. I think we were talking about something, like, social justice-related and they're like yeah white people are the worst i was like oh, <laughs> hold up what do you mean by that
1: wait a second. Yeah. and i was just
0: so confused for a second because they're white and it's it was like it for me it just felt performative and it didn't feel mm-hmm. genuine because mm-hmm. they were saying that as to be a part of the woke crowd it just didn't feel genuine i think to I when like, someone says that just-
1: too It's like they're separating themselves from a group that they're a part of, and like are perpetuating these things. So it's almost like they're trying to like excuse themselves, yeah, from like they're like the culture that their people have created. Yeah, it's
0: not necessarily a bad thing though, because they're almost making themselves. They're are they making themselves an ally by basically saying, "I'm not a part of that group." Mm-hmm. Do you remember or are they what not the taking it, are they not taking responsibility of their own privilege
1: it's just words at the end of the day like what are you gonna like it means nothing to me if a white person says that
0: mm. you know yeah it's like when i'm with some of my friends and they're complaining about guy trolls and they're just like all men are trash and you're just like what am i supposed yeah, to say I, here? yeah yeah, I just feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah when i listen to some of the scenarios i put in, i'm like yeah Mm. you're right you're right
1: as a man you can't also say i hate all men yeah i don't it's like you have to be like yeah like i understand that's a problem yes and i'm sorry that that happens to you yeah but you can't you can't be like oh yeah yeah you're so right yeah our equivalent would be
0: us me and jesse saying Mm -hmm. all men are trash which would be weird which would be weird because i don't think it does i don't think it it's Mm. productive to say that at all yeah Because, like, you're also basically by doing that, you're basically saying, I'm not a part of that group. Mm. And you're kind of implying that you're not going to take any responsibility to Mm -hmm. go within that Mm -hmm. community and make a change. Right. Because you're, like, alienating yourself from them. Mm -hmm. So, almost it's counterproductive because you're, like, maybe your point of view is a little more correct than the other. Yeah. But you're not helping the other group. I'm getting really abstract here. But you're not Mm -hmm. helping the other group, like, change their ways. Mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. were mentioning that it's it's like a form of white guilt yeah saying something like that yeah
1: and so i've seen a couple of tiktoks that have been like some people just really want to be oppressed mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and wow. specifically love being oppressed. with yeah. these maybe i share some thoughts with these creators who have said these things mm-hmm. but i'm kind of reiterating some things that i've seen um is that when people feel left out of like historically marginalized groups um especially like people of color like they'll try to play up something else about themselves that is like also like oppressed in society yeah so like being LGBTQ um like obviously that has historically been like a group that has been oppressed and like marginalized mm-hmm. but I don't know if
0: right place, right time. Right,
1: right. Yeah. It almost feels like oppression Olympics where like people mm. are comparing the struggles that they've had and then or they'll play up like mental health and like obviously mm. these issues are very serious yeah. and like they've faced their own struggles. Um, but it's like almost like when you're comparing the struggles that you've been through, um, during times where race relations are like really tense, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't feel appropriate.
0: Mm especially
1: if you are Mm. white Mm. yeah
0: yeah i'm trying to think of like i can't think of like a really i can actually i can think of a really strong example of people doing this you remember Mm -hmm. kevin spacey okay yeah house of cards Mm -hmm. he he's a pedophile yes oh so wait what Yeah, you didn't hear hear about this. Uh. I don't know. But he made so basically he was caught sexually assaulting like minorities, not minors. Sorry, minors, (laughs) potentially minorities as well. Sorry, damn, that's pretty bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, minority minors. And okay, damn. (laughs) And um, he got caught, but he issued an apology letter. And basically, at the end, he's like, hey, by the way, guys, I'm announcing that I'm oh, coming out of the right. closet um, and I'm a homosexual. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, just basically trying to use this, Jeez. like, I'm also oppressed, like, yeah. trying to. Yeah.
1: I'm also a victim. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that was crazy. I was wow. like, oh, my God, how do you yeah. do something Delusional. like that? This guy's literally psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But, yeah, I feel like that's an example that I can mm-hmm. f- think of where. It's almost like um, like when you're playing like thing. big two, like you feel like you have a joker card if you have like, some sort of oppressed or victim background, mm, um, because you
1: just get more sympathy from people. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I think in that case, a lot of people saw right through it. Most yeah. people yeah. did, yeah. and they're yeah. like, "Dude, this is complete bullshit." Like, yeah. yeah, timing could not have been worse. Yeah, yeah. So for those kind of things, I do think. It's all about time and place. Like, there Mm. is a time and place where people should be sympathizing with you. But when it's like in the context of someone else expressing their Mm. oppression, like your oppression, unless you're like facing a similar thing or the same thing, Mm -hmm. does not need to be said. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, if I do that ever, but. I don't know. I, don't, I actually, I don't feel like I complain about, I have never been really. Yeah, impressed. I know. Yeah. I was like, I don't so, think we face crazy oppression, yeah. to be honest, Don't uh, in our circumstances. So, yeah, it's kind and... of tough to have this conversation because we come from a perspective of, because mm-hmm. I can see like if you have mm-hmm. really compelling life experiences that makes like that part of you feel like it needs to be heard. Then maybe like, yeah, when you f- see other people coming oh, geez, out, yeah. Mm. then maybe you see it as an opportunity where you can sympathize m- and empathize. I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like we don't have that mm-hmm. strong background of being oppressed. So it's hard for us to say what it'd be like to be in that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Although from the outside, it seems like there are appropriate times and places. Yeah, it is kind of, I think that analogy that Andrew came up with, with like yeah. men saying all men are trash and then white okay. people saying like we yeah. hate white folks. Yeah very very movie.
1: yeah oh and i wrote in my notes i said it gives me get out vibes
0: uh, like jordan peele's yeah yeah, yeah no yeah, i know yeah. the movie but
1: because well, it's like i could imagine the yeah. white family being like, like oh we also hate white people yeah. oh remember they that line? said yeah. that yeah. yeah yeah oh
0: we also voted for Obama. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah it's like that yeah yeah it's very um does that know, what's like the to phrase a point it starts with the uh uh when you're just saying things for show oh virtue signaling virtue signaling. oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> wow, i blanking out and stuff yeah Before that's coffee. very much v- yeah. virtue signaling yeah, yeah yeah uh when you're oh yeah oh that's what it is that's it what is. Yeah. Why, yeah. that's what it yeah, is yeah. when white people it. are like i hate white people yeah. that's it's just virtue signals yeah oh yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: interesting we've arrived at uh our conclusion our conclusion
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and i guess that's uh... <laughs> that's a <rap. laughs> that's a wrap
0: cool yeah i just um, wanted to get that out there because when it happened to me i was like whoa
1: i've had friends say it to me what do you mean like my white friends have said that to me yeah and i'm just like i think okay <laughs> would
0: that you rather to me i'm trying to you would you rather context of when it happened huh for you guys because uh, this hasn't happened to me my white friends have not i mean they've like I almost prefer that. I feel like, would you rather a woke, virtually signaling friend or someone who's just like digging their roots in and like being genuine about their racism? Oh my gosh. Wait, what? No, I wait. White <laughs> people
1: don't have to be racist though. Um, like it doesn't have to be either two extremes. I think so. The times that it's happened to me is it's obviously thought. like engineering, civil engineering, very much so one specific demographic it's heavily like you know white men and so i've had a lot of experiences where i've just been like really fed up with the behaviors of said demographic group mm. um and so i'll like complain about them um and then yeah it's like exactly what you said with the analogy of like when mm. girls say i hate all men and then i'll be like you know sometimes white people they just grind my gears um and then my white friends will be like yeah i hate white people too and i'm like Oh. <laughs> oh do you
0: think they're uh, saying that because they're like oh if we don't agree with in. rachel oh, yeah. she's gonna rip into us oh
1: my gosh no i don't think so i think oh, okay. it's. <laughs> do you
0: think your friends are scared of you no oh, absolutely no. not huh. no <laughs> Just i wondering.
1: think no they're the ones who think i am approachable like okay. we were like mm. t- talking in a group and being like who like if anyone was out on the street and was like to ask someone for directions like who out of all of us would they go to
0: and like oh, they I all need to see you Are they all saying it's you because they're, they're <laughs> scared that they don't pick you?
1: <laughs> Am I scary? <laughs> what the heck? No, I think actually out Your of friends my... friends are
0: secretly just <laughs> quaking no, no, no. in their boots my... <laughs> every time they're with you. Out
1: of my friend group, I'm probably one of the less outspoken ones. Really? Yeah, like I have friends mm-hmm. that are really like hardcore, like believe what they believe in. Yeah. So. Um, and like yeah. very, very much so will fight people on it Mm -hmm. like verbally maybe physically kind of thing
0: yeah i just i also don't appreciate people like that because they see the world in such black and white terms Mm -hmm. there's no like Mm -hmm. leeway for understanding the other person like i do agree there are some very extreme views that you can have but there's Mm -hmm. always room for you trying to understand them otherwise Mm -hmm. you're never going to be able to like convince them otherwise if there's no at least a little bit of understanding of where they're coming from you're never going to be able to make them change their mind because you're just going to be butting heads the whole time Mm -hmm. and yeah
1: i think at least with my friends it's like there are times and places where like we're all open to having certain things Mm -hmm. about like our beliefs change but it's also like we share a lot of the same beliefs they're just more outspoken about some of them
0: yeah i've had friends be like oh yeah like okay so i've I have friends that went on to college, became really liberal and very progressive in their views, but mm-hmm. like almost to a fault where, and these friends mm-hmm. are from Ohio, so they have conservative friends or mm-hmm. family and they're just like, yeah, like I hate my parents now because they voted for Trump Dang. and I'm just like, yeah. you're never going to bridge that gap if yeah. you're like alienating you mindset, your own yeah. family. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you grew up in this environment you can kind of understand and not appreciate but you can understand why your parents have these views Mm -hmm. and that for me like even though mom and dad hold very frustrating views to me i don't let it get in the way of like me being able to love them Mm -hmm. because i can i try my best to understand their point of views Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes the toxic progressive left like if you even try to understand the other point of view like people like will like attack you for doing so yeah like even giving them the time of the day yeah and i think i mean that's the kind of issue of our society today no one's trying to understand the other side
1: yeah and it's like i think people have the assumption that at least it's happened to me a couple of times where i feel like it hasn't been like outright spoken to me Mm. um but the fact that i do have conservative parents my friends are like oh like haven't you tried like pushing them further to the left and i was like Mm-hmm. oh have i tried <laughs> like but at the end of the day it's not worth sacrificing like the relationship that i have with them mm-hmm. um for political views like they are at the end of the day they're two votes yeah like
0: well yeah
1: there's not and like their a little sphere of influence within the church but i don't think they're the ones like really pushing that
0: mm-hmm. yeah and like people will believe what they believe and they have every right to i mean yeah I think there's a happy medium everywhere, and we need people on the left and the right. But like, obviously, you don't want people on the way left and the way right. Cause mm-hmm. I can't think of a good analogy of where that goes wrong. But oh, it breaks in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so say you have a seesaw. Yeah. Yeah. But right. if you have a lot, weight, a lot of weight on the opposite, like on the very ends, yeah. then the seesaw breaks. But if they're all centered around the middle, then you then you have a nice balances. balanced seesaw. And that's where I think our society should... Congregate in the middle. To yeah, all. congregate in the middle. Oh, uh, just be one more happy family. Move, it's so it's crazy it because it. I think I think this is actually a really good model of society because mm. as people move more to the edges of the seesaw, you need other people to move even further on mm. their side of the seesaw in order to balance it out. So we're starting to see... In our society, people start yeah. to polarize yeah. and work further and further away. Interesting. And I wonder if there's, at one point, do people start coming back to the middle, or you have to break the seesaw and start from scratch, and then you have two separate countries. Mm-hmm. You have seesaw to the right and seesaw to the left. We
1: have civil war again. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, I think That's we're true, we're like so. moving more <laughs> towards. At least we're not. I think there's a desire to move more towards the middle, or like have a more united united states um with the election of joe biden um like obviously not a lot Mm. of people were happy about that but like Mm. there was a big question of electability um with like joe biden versus like some of his more extreme counterparts Mm -hmm.
0: yeah all right this is getting too political let's cut it off here (laughs) okay yeah and um wrap it up All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode of The Rooftop Pod. I am your host, Jesse. And checking out with me is my sister. Rachel. And my brother, Andrew. And we will catch you on the next episode of The Rooftop Pod. Peace.